0: Welcome back to another episode of Blessed the She That Believe. y'all. I pressed the wrong button and thought I was recording for like three seconds. Hold up! <laughs> All right, we we clearly need to go on straight to prayer. Let's just go to prayer, <laughs> dearly Father. Thank you so much for today. Thank you, Father God, for allowing us to glorify Your name, magnify Your name, Father God. I thank You right now for using this time, Lord, to speak to the hearts of those who are listening. Thank you, Father God, for each and every listener. Father, I pray right now that your word touches the heart. Lord, I thank you for your glory. I thank you for your grace, Lord. I thank you for being with us, Lord, never forsaking us, never leaving us, Father. Even when our father and mother have left us, you are always there. You're the consistent. You are the Holy One of Israel. You are the lover of our souls, Father. And I thank you so much. For loving us so much, loving this world so much that you sent your only begotten Son, Jesus, to die for our sins. So, Father God, I thank you right now. Lord, that you didn't send him into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So, Father, I thank you right now, Father God, for your word. Thank you that it goes forth unadulterated, Lord, without distraction or delay. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Y'all. Whew. Mm so we're on episode eight of season three this is being alone versus being lonely we're about to get into it because listen you know i i don't know about y'all but people i feel like people use being alone being lonely they use them interchangeably i mean they are synonymous to one another alone and lonely but there's a huge difference between the two and being alone means that is a state of being loneliness is a feeling being alone is a physical it's like a state of being it's a physical state you can say it's a physical state of being because you are like i am alone in a room right now doing my podcast a junkie room that i need to clean but um (laughs) i'm alone in a room physically i am alone in a room i'm in a state but when i go into my living room my dog is there so i'm not alone you see what i'm saying But loneliness is a feeling. You can be lonely in a crowded concert. You can be lonely in a restaurant. It's an emotional state. And we're going to talk about being alone more so than being lonely. Okay. Um, God has to get us alone. He has to get us alone because if we don't, if he doesn't get us alone, he can't get through to us. And it's not, and when I say that, it's like when you are by yourself, when you are alone, you're more aware of what's going on around you and what's going on inside of you versus when you are around a whole crowd of people and there are distractions and things like that. That's why Jesus had to go and pray. He had to go away a lot of times by himself. And Jesus is our example, you know, like there are times where you need to separate yourself and go be by yourself. And sometimes like me, we're hard headed and God has to remove the distractions. He has to remove the people or move the people out of the way and basically put us by ourselves because we're not going to do it otherwise. And the reason why I'm even bringing this topic up is because I looked around about an hour ago because I was like, Lord, I don't know what to talk about this week. I have no idea what to talk <laughs> so I don't know what to talk about. Like <laughs> it's been a busy week. I don't know what to talk about. But there was something that stuck out to me and I'm gonna get into that a little bit later. Um something that I, I it was a video I made on TikTok. I know y'all, I'm on TikTok. I forgot to tell y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um it was a video I made on TikTok and um anyway, like I said, I'll get into that a little bit later but I have to remind myself, talk about the video on TikTok, but it was about movement and I'll say this, this all connects. Okay. I promise you. When I looked around about an hour ago and realized I'm by myself again, like I'm all alone. I don't have no, my phone isn't blowing up. I'm not getting text messages from anybody no more. Like. People I was hanging out with and stuff. I'm not in text messages. I reached out to people and stuff like that. Not hearing anything. I'm like, I'm by myself again. Cool. Bad. You know, because I'm going to tell you, two, three years ago, because what is this? This is 2024, right? So about three years ago, about a lot of people I was hanging out with fell off. It was like scales falling off, okay? Um, and I found myself alone and I was like, dog, I ain't got nobody to talk to but Jesus. <laughs> I don't have nobody to talk to but Jesus. No. I don't want to talk to Jesus. Like where are my people at I could go out to eat with. They didn't have no money. I'm not gonna go out to eat with people. No, like <laughs> but it was funny because I was like dog, I don't have no friends no more. Like I'm by myself and and that was actually 2022 was actually the year that I, I realized that it started. In, actually, it started in 2019, but it was 2022 when I realized that. And I had started reading. My mom gave me, and that was one of the best things she could have gave me besides um, pushing me out into this world. Um, she gave me this workbook by Priscilla Shire called uh, Faith and Fire. It was about Elijah and... um she gave it to me. She said, you do it because my mom, my mom um, has dyslexia. She doesn't like to read a lot. You know, um, It's a struggle sometimes. But she was like, huh, you, you, you do it and then you tell me about it. And I'm like, ma, really? So anyway, y'all, let me tell you something. That Priscilla Shire workbook got me all the way right. And not only that, there were video tutor- like not tutorials, but Bible studies, video Bible studies that go along with each lesson. Oh, my gosh. I mean, everything I was going through in 2022, every time I read that workbook, it was applying to the situation. I said, I know you lying. No, like, seriously, that was orchestrated. That was divinely orchestrated by the Lord. I promise you that. So 2022 is when I realized that, dog, like, I really don't have enough. And even people who I thought were for the Lord, um... Realized they were really users and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, I was really by myself. The Lord, like, no, you you over here. And I was like, dog. And I really, I struggled with it because I was like, why am I always by myself? Why don't I ever have any friends? Listen, there are some parts on your journey, you're just going to be by yourself. You're going to be alone, but you are not lonely because you have the Holy Spirit. We do go through bouts of lonely. I'm, I'm not gonna say you're not lonely because if you hear any ancient noise, that's my doll. She's wanting attention. Um, I'm not gonna say that you aren't gonna experience loneliness because I've experienced loneliness. Everybody does, we're humans. We, God designed us to be connected to one another and stuff. Um, So I'm not going to say that. Let me, you know, strike that from the record. You will have loneliness, but you know that you're not alone. You know you have the Lord with you. Um, He's leading. He's guiding you. It's hard because we can't see him. That's that's the hardest. I think that's one of the hardest things for me as a believer is that I know, like, I know in this room right now, it's got to be, it's probably about five angels in this room right now. Okay. It's probably five angels in this room right now. Holy Spirit in here. We all just chilling together. I can't see them. You know what I'm saying? But I know because I know what his word says. He shall give his angels charge over me. So if he's giving them charge over me, that means they follow me around. And goodness and mercy follow me all the days of my life. I'm pretty sure goodness and mercy are angels. And everybody has goodness and mercy following them. Especially if you're a believer. You know, like, so that's. that's a good bit right there. You know what I'm saying? All in this room. However, it's like, knowing that, I still, it's like, why am I by myself? You know, and then of course, for my single people, you know how it is when you're single. You're like, I don't want to be by myself. (laughs) But it's like, God needs us by ourselves Sometimes. Because that's how we get downloads from him. That's how we focus on him. And it's hard to focus on the Lord when we're constantly filled with distractions. And you know, last night, this, you know, this actually, thank you, Holy Spirit. Because I was really stressed and I said, I don't know what to talk about. I really don't know what to talk about. Well, last night, my power went out. First time being in this house, my power went out. And let me tell you something. When you gotta sit in the dark, (laughs) this is how you know if you really like yourself. If you really this is how you know you're ready for a relationship. I'll say that. This is how you know you if you're ready for a relationship. If you can sit with yourself in the dark and find a way to entertain yourself, like and you're comfortable with being by yourself, I think you're ready for a relationship, to be honest, because. If you can't sit with yourself, when there is nothing, you, and I, y'all, I kept trying to turn the TV on. (laughs) I was like, I need some noise in this house. I need some noise in because I always have something playing. Like, either my phone is playing music, I got the TV on, one of the, and I never realized I have stuff like that on all the time, and it's like, dog, I feel everything with noise, how do I ever hear the Lord? So I got my, my um Sunday school book out. <laughs> I got my Sunday school book out. And I read a lesson for the day. And I was just sitting there having a whole conversation by my... And, and it's a little easier for me because I was raised the only child. So you got to find a way to entertain yourself when you're the only child. It's like you have to find a way to entertain yourself and you're going to be bored. Whether you go to sleep. Whatever You got to find a way to entertain yourself. And so I was like, all right, well, I um sat there, read the lesson, talked to the Lord about the lesson. He's talked to me. And, you know, when he got in the bed, tried to go to sleep, it it started getting a little hot. I was like, all right, I'm need for that power to come back on. And then the power came on. I was like, thank you, Jesus. Turn the fan on and went to sleep. I mean... (laughs) That was how, that was how it went. But, um, yeah, if you can't, and it, it just was like, man, I'm by myself in my house. Like, and I was okay, but I realized I was like, I have gotten so used to the noise filling the space. I've gotten used to distractions, filling that space, that quietness, that stillness, that now that I don't have it, I don't know what to do. It's like, how do I enjoy being alone? And, you know, praise God, have a flashlight, just went and read, you know, and just talked to the Lord and just talk <laughs> to the empty space. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, can you sit there? You know, think about if Think about yourself. Can you really sit there in the dark? just sit there in absolute silence. Can you sit there and deal with yourself? Can you do it? And I feel like in those moments of our spiritual walk with Christ, can we really just sit there in his presence? Because you know, when we get to heaven, we're not playing basketball. We're not Going to the buffet and stuff like that. We're we're going to be worshiping the Lord for all eternity. Are you going to be okay with that? Are you really going to be okay with worshiping the Lord for all eternity? Forever, ever, ever in a day. Because let me tell you something. And I'm going to tell you, my phone was fully charged when the power went out, but... That phone was a distraction. I'm I'm not even going to lie. I was glad looking back on that experience. And I know it happened. Everything happens for a reason. Because let me tell you something. When I I went outside to look. You know how your power go out. And yes, I paid my bill. I just want to clarify. I did pay my bill. So (laughs) I knew it it was lightning. Okay. But I went outside. The people's lights across the street from me were on. The people down the street their lights are on i said because i have a um town home so the town home connected to me is someone i used to work with and i messaged him i said hey y'all got like he said no we don't have no power i said okay um so it was like we ain't had no power like i'm sitting here like why is everybody else's like so that let me know right there and this is why We have to be so in tune with the Holy Spirit because I knew, I said, okay, this is not by happenstance. I mean, I'm not trying to turn everything into a spiritual thing, but it's like, I can't not see it like that. Cause how do you explain like everybody around me lights on and mine off? So I said, okay, the Lord is trying to get my attention about something. So let me go sit in here. And like I said about that phone, that phone was such a distraction. <laughs> well, I told my mom, so that was, that was one reason why I kept staying on my phone. Cause my mom kept messaging me, making sure I was all right and everything. And, um, cause I'm single and by myself, you know, like I'm here by myself and, um, you know, my dog, she, she just, she didn't care about anything. She don't care if somebody breaks in, she's sleep snoring, but, When I finally put the phone down, I was like, what am I going to do? Because I was not tired. Because it was like 730 at night. Like, I'm not tired. You know, it's 8 o'clock. Like, I could still stay up a little bit longer. And I said, let me get my Sunday school book. So I got the flashlight, came into my office, got my Sunday school book, went back out to my living room and my dining room area and just sat at the dining room table and just started reading the book. And looking back, I said, man... I'm glad that I did that because I could have easily went to bed. Like, I would have felt real bad looking back going, dog, I didn't even choose Jesus in that moment. I chose sleep. I, I still put something. But even still, I put my phone before the Lord. And it was hard to set my phone down. And I get it. I was nervous because it's like, my lights went out. Like, what am I supposed to do? You know, like, I don't have nobody. My uh, parents live in town with me, but it's like, The lights are out. You know, I don't want them on the road trying to come over here. I can't go to their house because I got my dog, you know, and she be, can't be in their house, you know, like, so it's like, I just got to stay in place. Oh, well, there's the word right there. Stay in place. (laughs) Stay in place. And, um, ah, we're going to talk. Oh, okay. Holy spirit. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. So, um, yeah let's let's it's it's so many more it's it's a lot more i want to read um i can't read everything (laughs) because where i was going to read from that'll come in later that'll come in later but i read the scripture before i read the scripture before and um I can't remember what I said because I don't even know what episode it was on. I don't even know what episode it was on, but I know I read the scripture before for the podcast because it's so significant to me. Um, in 1 Samuel chapter 16 verses 19 through 23, which I'm not going to read 19 through 23. I'm just going to read 19. says, Wherefore Saul sent messages unto Jesse and said, Send me David thy son, which is with the sheep now we know david was a shepherd david was a shepherd and um he kept the sheep which that's what shepherds do he protects the sheep but that's a lonely job okay that that you like you're doing it by yourself and um You're really like that's how David wrote most of those Psalms, I'm pretty sure. Um, is when he was tending the sheep, you don't have nobody else to talk to, you're just out there by yourself. So, you remember Samuel anointed David to be king years before this even popped up. Um, Samuel, the Lord, um, because Saul was disobedient. He didn't do what the Lord told him to do, so Samuel, the Lord told Samuel through um, told Samuel to go and anoint one of Jesse's um, sons. And so Samuel went to Jesse, and Jesse paraded his sons out before him, and Samuel was like, "It's he's it's not one." Of, Samuel's like, wait a minute, Lord. Now, I know you told me to come to this man's house and anoint his sons. Not that one, not that one. And the Lord said, don't look on their stature. Um, You Man can only see on the outward. I see the heart, you know. And the Lord said, it's not one, any of these. So Samuel said, do you have any other sons? Jesse's like, yeah. I do got another son. He's the youngest one. He out in the the field with a sheep. He tending to the sheep. And... He, Samuel was like, go get on there. So they bring David. And that's when the oil floated, flow was on David. You know, David was in order to be king. But David had to wait. David went back to the field. He still did what he was supposed to do. He still worked the field um, with the sheep. Still tending the sheep. Doing everything he was supposed to do. But when the time came, Saul sent for David. Saul sent for David. And he said... In verse 19, send me David, thy son, which is with the sheep. Now, before, how did Saul know that David was with the sheep? Well, and if you go back, this is when um, Saul, because the anointing was gone from Saul. Okay. So an evil spirit was tormenting Saul. And he said unto his servants in verse 17, Provide me now a man that can play well and bring him to me. In verse 18 says, Then answered one of the servants and said, Behold, I have seen a son of Jesse the Bethlehemite that is cunning and plain, and a mighty valiant man, and a man of war, and prudent in matters, and a comely person, and the Lord is with him. Verse 19, wherefore Saul sent messages unto Jesse and said, send me David, thy son, which is with the sheep. This is after David slew Goliath. This is after David slew Goliath. Yeah, I I believe this is after, let me double check that. I have to check this, but I'm pretty sure yeah. Yeah. No? No, 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 no. Okay, no, no, no. David slew Goliath in um chapter 17. So this is right before this is right before David slew, slew uh this is right before David slew Goliath. David and Goliath fought in chapter 17. So Saul sent for David before David came out on the battlefield. And it's funny to me, now that that's even funnier to me because the servants say he's a man of war. How would they know he's a man of war? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, David hadn't even fought Goliath yet. This this puts a whole different perspective on it now because David hadn't even fought Goliath yet and the servants are saying he's a man of war. How do you know that? People are watching you. See, when you're by yourself, people see you clearly when God Oof! thank you Holy Spirit I knew I was reading that script y'all okay so I'm gonna tell you something funny I know y'all are like she is just dragging on and just rattling I know because listen it's like all coming together now um the Lord I was reading psalm I, let me make sure I found it I, I found it let me make sure I find it Yep, here it is. I was reading Psalm 20, verse 6 the other day. And and that verse stuck out to me so much. And I said, "Mm, that's a good verse right there. And now I'm going back to it. It says, now know I that the Lord saveth his anointed. Y'all, the Lord will set apart his anointed for himself. That's... He sets his He sets his anointed apart. Like I gotta find the scripture. He sets the godly apart for himself. Psalm four, verse three through five, and amplified. But know that the Lord has set apart for himself and dealt wonderfully with the godly man, the one of honorable character and moral courage, the one who does right. The Lord hears and responds when I call to him. So the Lord sets the godly apart for himself and he saveth his anointed. And I, me personally saves, it's a double meaning with that word. It's a multiple meaning word. Save can mean like to rescue, But save means also to set aside, like you saving something for later, you keeping it. Okay. So what we have to realize with being alone, God is, oh, it's a whole lot. Okay, Lord, organize my thoughts. When you find yourself alone, it's because, it's not because God is letting you be, he's it feels like you're being left out. Like there are many times in my life where I felt like every time I was, well, not every time I, when I was by myself, but I felt like dog, you know, you ever been, when you were a little kid, did y'all ever play the game where, um, any game and you got to get picked for teams and you the last one chosen. That's how I felt for the majority of my life. I felt like I was always the last one chosen. I felt like everything happens for everybody else first. And then I get like the leftovers. I felt like that. That's, that's, I'm being completely honest and transparent right now. I felt like that. And what I realized an hour ago before I did this podcast and I was just in my bed, like I got to find something, got to find something for this podcast. Um, I realized, or the Holy Spirit showed me, you have to be by yourself in order to be elevated. You got to be by yourself in order to be elevated. Psalm 4 and verse 3, but know that the Lord has set apart him that is godly for himself. The Lord, if you find yourself when nobody's around you, it's just you and God, he's keeping you for himself. He set you apart for himself. He's saving his anointed. That's the best place to be, in my opinion. When God does it, when he has put you by yourself, enjoy it. And it's hard for us to do because it's like we're so used to being around people and having all these things going on. Because I'm going to tell you right now, the hardest thing for me to do when I move back home from college was to get acclimated to the quietness and the stillness, the everyday routine of life. That was the hardest time period (laughs) because I was so used to just doing whatever I wanted to do, having people around all the time, going out with my friends, just doing all of this stuff. And then I come at home and I'm living with my parents and I find myself by myself. It's like, I don't want to be by myself. I want to be with people. I had to learn how to be by myself. And I wouldn't even live in anything for the Lord, but that was something that you got to go through. I mean, I can't even explain it. You not only go through that spiritually, but you do go through that physically as well. You're going to find yourself by yourself sometimes, and you have to be okay with that. You have to be okay with being by yourself. You have to be okay with knowing... Okay, I'm by myself, so the Lord must need my attention. That's got to be like your first go-to. It doesn't need to be, oh, I'm by myself. I don't have no friends because two years ago, I was doing it. Like I don't never have no friends. The Lord? Don't? No, He's trying to get your attention, and He needs you by yourself so He can, so He can talk to you, so He can show you some stuff, so you can grow. And the thing is, what I was, and this is where I'm going to connect what I was talking about on the TikTok. I saw a video on Instagram, Ty Tribbett. Um, i I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. But he um he was talking about how a lot of times we won't move into position. Um he said, if I'm if I need to go into that room to get a glass of water, I have to get up out of this chair and go get it. He said, I can't get it by staying in this place. I have to move from this place to the next. In order for us to get where God needs us to be, we're going to have to move from one place to the next. And that movement may include being alone, but that's okay. That's okay. And like I said, I realized About an hour ago, I said, dog, I'm alone again. I found myself alone again. I don't have people. And I'm like, man, this is the best place to be. I said, Lord, I want to be so used to being alone that you got to send my husband to come get me before I get too comfortable being here. Because it's like now that I have grown and matured in Christ. Thank you, Lord, for gifting me with the time to be alone with you. Cause I know that time is coming to an end pretty soon. I know I'm not gonna have this time to myself like I used to, like like I have now. And I don't wanna look back, and I was just I was just praying this before I started the podcast. I don't want to look back on my single season and regret not taking the full advantage of this time where I get to be alone with the Lord. I don't, I don't want to look back and regret with that. I don't want to look back and go, dog, I wish I had spent my time with the Lord. Just like last night, I could look back and go, I'm so glad I spent that time studying my word, studying the Sunday school li- lesson, spending some time with the Lord. And I, But I still have those moments where it's like, dog, I wish I had to put my phone down more. Like, I wish I would have just left my phone alone. You know what I'm saying? But I'm glad I chose... To study my Sunday school lesson. You don't want to look back on whatever season that you're in and when the Lord, because I believe every season that we go through, there's a time period where we need to be alone with the Lord. He sets that up for us because if we have to choose it, we're not going to choose it. That's why I believe He allows situations and circumstances to come along where we fall out with friends, where people walk away from us, things of that nature. I believe He allows those things to happen so that way. We can be alone because if we have the choice, we're not going to choose to, I'm not going to say every single time we're not going to choose. It's not that we don't want to, but we get so used to the distractions that we think we need the distractions because you'll sit there and say, I'll choose Jesus. I would have said that too, but last night proved that I did not. He wasn't my first choice. My phone was my first choice. And I'm just being honest. My phone was my first choice. Now, I did choose him because the Holy Spirit was kind of like, hey, um, you know, you could read that flashlight bright enough for you to read. You're right. you right. Let me read some of this. But will we make him our first choice? No. It's almost like we got to be forced into it. In a sense. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm grateful for this time. I'm grateful to be alone. I'm not lonely. Remember, lonely is an emotional state. And we're not ever going to like go through life where we don't feel lonely. Yeah, I felt lonely before. I kind of felt a little lonely last night, to be honest. I was like, dog, I ain't got nobody to talk to. It's just quiet in here. Well, at least when the TV on, I can kind of distract myself with the TV and my phone and stuff, but I can't even use my phone too much because I didn't make sure I have charge in case this power goes out longer than, you know, anticipated. So I did feel a little lonely sitting in the dark with just a flashlight, my dog over there snoring, you know, counting sheep, whatever. But at the end of the day, I knew I was not alone. And today when I realized, okay, I'm by myself again, this is different now. And what I noticed is the Lord will bring situations back around different, different people, different environment. But it's the same situation. He'll bring it back around to see if you've grown. Because I found myself in the same situation I was in 2022. I look around and I don't have nobody around me. But I'm different because I'm like, yes, I'm getting ready to get elevated. You want to know how I know elevation is coming? Because I can look back at my word. Look at Joseph. Joseph, I'm not even going to go through his whole life. We we'll just talk about the the prison when Joseph was thrown into the prison back in Genesis, probably I think about the forty sixth chapter, forty sixth chapter I believe Joseph was in prison, and the Lord promoted him there. <laughs> the Lord promoted him there. He was basically the jailkeeper's um person. He the jailkeeper put him in charge, um. But there was the cupbearer to the Pharaoh and also the, the baker, the chief baker and the cupbearer. And both of them were in there with Joseph. They both had dreams. Joseph interpreted their dreams. And Joseph said, look, when y'all get out, don't forget me. And guess what they did? They forgot him. Joseph, it was two years, two years, 24 months. Don't ask me how many days. That's too much math, but two years, y'all two years. Because it said, after two years, Pharaoh had a dream. Whoa, they forgot Joseph. And it wasn't because, you know, the chief baker, he was hung. They hung him, but they kept the cupbearer. So the Pharaoh had a dream that nobody could interpret. And the cupbearer goes, hey, you know what? When you had me in prison with the guy that you hung, that him, there was this man in there. And he interpreted our dreams. And he told us like it was. And that's exactly what happened. And so that's when Pharaoh sent for Joseph. And said I need you to interpret this dream. And so here's the thing. I bet. I'm willing to bet that. When Joseph was in prison. Him and the two guys. The cupbearer and the, and the baker. I bet they kind of got close. I bet they were talking and stuff. And you know talking about what they were going to do when they get out of there and you know just 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 light stuff, you know what I'm saying? Not that they were besties or anything. Just it's nice to have somebody to talk to. And then they're gone, and Joseph finds himself by himself again. Yes, other people in there, but I'm pretty sure they were comfortable enough to talk to Joseph about their dreams. They have been talking already because you don't just talk to everybody about stuff that go on in your life. You know what I'm saying? So that that's telling me they they were comfortable talking to one another. And then they're going. Sometimes God will bring people into your life for just a short amount of time, just so you'll know. That he hears you and he knows that you're lonely, he knows that you feel alone and he'll send people to just kind of push you along to keep you going. And, but he still needs you by yourself. He still needs you to have that time by yourself, but he'll give you little breaks in between where he brings people alongside and not that they're bad people or anything. It's just, they're just there for a short season, you know, and you got to be able to discern that. And I'm grateful for the people who stopped by, who stopped through. (laughs) I'm grateful because I learned a lot of stuff for them, but now it's time for me to be by myself again. And. Like I said, this time it's like, cool, bet, I've been here before. So I know I'm getting ready to get elevated. And and you know why? Because Joseph got elevated after that. But God needs you by yourself so that when, when he sends for you, when he allows people to send for you, they know exactly who they're coming to get. Because see, David, if we go back to David, they knew David was in the field with the sheep. If David was doing whatever he wanted to do, he was out there doing, practicing something with his brothers, doing, running around, doing whatever. If he was not in place, he would have missed his opportunity. You got to be in place when you're by yourself. Recognize that that's the time God has for you. So that way you can be in place because he's getting ready to send somebody. Jesus, I thank you right now, Father God, for this. He's getting ready to send somebody to come get you. And if you're out of place when you're supposed to be spending time with him by yourself, then you're going to miss your opportunity. Whew. Thank you, Jesus. You got you to gotta realize that he has you by yourself. Y'all... Mm. in the Garden of Gethsemane Jesus took the Garden of Gethsemane was a representation of the Old Testament temple layout because you had the outer court, the inner court and the Holy of Holies when Jesus got to the Garden of Gethsemane with the disciples he left most of the disciples in the outer court he took Peter, James and John to the inner court but then he went to the Holy of Holies when he went off by himself Okay, it's can't get into that right now. But when Judas came with the people who were bringing accusations against Jesus, they didn't even know who Jesus was because he was with everybody. Because it was all the people with him. He had all his disciples. Judas had to kiss Jesus because they didn't know who Jesus was. So if Judas wasn't there to identify Jesus. They would have missed Jesus. The Lord, that's showing me right there. That's why it's important for you. And that was a different case because the Lord orchestrated that for that reason. But that's why it's important for you to be, when the Lord puts you by yourself, you better not move out of that position. Because if you move out of the position, you're going to miss it. Because he's going to send somebody to come identify you. And if they don't, because I mean, seriously, think about it. They sent for Joseph because they knew where Joseph was. He was in a prison. He was in a prison. They sent for David because they knew where David was. David's in the field with the sheep. You got to stay in position. They knew where Jesus was because Judas was one of them. One of the disciples. He knew where Jesus was. But they wouldn't have been able to identify Jesus without Judas. So sometimes your enemy is the one who's going to lead people to come get you for your purpose. Whew. Jesus needed Judas to get to the cross. And when I say he needed Judas to get to the cross, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Jesus, Because Judas had identified Jesus. Sometimes the Lord will use your enemy to point you out, but you got to be in place. And how did the enemy, how, how is your enemy going to know where you are? Because your enemy was once your friend. Mm -hmm. Hmm. How else is your enemy going to know where you are to point you out? They know your move. That's why. In Psalm 23, David says, he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. How are your enemies sitting at a table? Because they were once your friends. They were once your family. Whew. This guy heavy me real fast. Ooh, Lord. Mm. And let me say this. Sometimes a lot... Your enemy is not even going to know... That they are actually helping you get to your purpose. They're not going to know. They're thinking they're throwing you under the bus when all they're doing is actually drawing more attention to what you're doing. That's why you have to do your work as unto the Lord. You do everything as unto the Lord. Because when you do it as unto the Lord, you do it with excellence. You do it with consistency. You do it with 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 um with fidelity. Whew. If you only doing it for man, then you are not going to do it consistently with fidelity and with consistency. Um, did I say consistently, faithfully, whatever. You're not going to do it the right way. Every single time you're going to be messing up. You're going to be inconsistent with your behavior. You be taking shortcuts and stuff. But when you do it as unto the Lord, you're going to do it the right way because it's as unto the Lord. You don't do your job for man. You do your job for the Lord because he blessed you with it. You don't, you're not nice to people because they did something for you. You're nice to people because the Lord was gracious and merciful to you. So you extend the same grace and mercy to others. You don't, you see what I'm saying? You extend love to people because the Lord gave, he loved you so much that he sent his son to down the cross for you. So that's why you do it as unto the Lord, because you don't know who's watching you. You don't know who's watching you. Like I told you, I know I'm getting ready to be promoted because I find myself by myself again. I'm like, hold up. Wait a minute. (laughs) I'm by myself again. Something getting ready. Something coming down the pipeline for me. Something's coming down for me and I'm ready. I am ready for it and I'm excited because I know that in order for me to go up, I got to be by myself first, got to be by myself first. I done came out the fire and right now I'm in the hole and I'm in the hole, you know, when the with pottery With pottery you have to let the pottery like cool off After you take it out the kiln, is it kindling the, the, the furnace thing after you have it burn you got to let it cool off I'm in the cooling off part right now so after, you know, a time period. But see, that's this is the fragile moment, though. This is the moment that's really fragile because you can actually mess the pottery up and have to start all over again if, if you move it too soon. Because it's cooling off. When it gets cool, it's hard. But when it's still warm, you can mess it up. So this is a very fragile state to be in. Because if you move out of position, you'll mess up. So, this is all for me. I don't know about y'all. This whole thing has been for me. And I'm hearing the Holy Spirit talk to me. I I, I hear you, Holy Spirit. We're going to go ahead and call it a day on this. Because, listen. <laughs> the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit just speaking to me, and I'm like, okay, I'm over here sweating. I'm over here sweating. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Whew, thank you, Jesus. Okay. We're going to go ahead and call it a day because, listen, I got to go pray about this. This this thing good. This is good here. But, yeah. He's the refiner. He's the potter, and we're the clay. job says he knows the way that i take and when he has tried me i'll come forth as gold how you gonna that's because he's the refiner he's the potter we're the clay when he pulls us out the fire that is the most vulnerable state because we have to cool the pottery has to cool the gold the silver has to cool it's not strong until it cools and gets hardened. This is a very vulnerable state. You gotta stay put or you're going to have to start the process all over again. He has to move people out of the way during this time for you because Mm. He has to move people out of the way during this time for you because if they are doing stuff, participating in things, doing things that's not of him, it can affect how you come out, how you turn out. It can affect the finished product, it can affect your trajectory anything they add to you can throw the weight off the balance hmm it's like I could see it it's like a spaceship getting ready to launch every weight has been calculated you can't put somebody different in with a different weight it's gonna throw off all the calculations Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This is a vulnerable time for a lot of people because you feel like you have been left out. You feel like you've been discounted. I'm one of them. But this is a time period where you need to go deeper in the Lord and you need to seek him and stay closer to him because anything can throw it off. Don't worry about the people who fell off along the way. The Lord moved them out of the way for a reason. Be by yourself. It's okay. Because he's going to send for you. And they got to be able to identify who you are. They got to know where you are. If you go to Walmart and you're supposed to be at Target. Because the Lord put you at Target. But you said, oh, they don't have what I need. You better stay in Target. (laughs) You You better stay in Target. Don't even go to the parking lot. Stay in Target. Don't go to Walmart. I don't care if Walmart has it. You better stay in there because the Lord said go to target <sighs> mm. if you go to Walmart you're gonna miss it mm. Mm, mm, mm. because they're gonna say oh she in target that's where she always go he's in target that's where he always goes he goes he, he goes there every week he goes there on Saturday every week cuz see they know your pattern so they know where to find you. Don't worry about how they're gonna to get to you. They know where to find you. So many times we're concerning ourselves with stuff that we don't have no business concerning ourselves with. Well, Lord, how that gonna? Don't worry about it. Just be in place. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. He said, "Don't worry about that. Just be in place. Just be in place." I told you to sit there, but you trying to stand up. What you trying to stand up for? I told him when he come to get you, that you are going to be seated. If you standing up, you're going to miss it. Jesus! Woo! Okay, Lord. Okay. I told him you were going to be standing and you sitting. I don't care that you tired. Stand up. Mm. Okay, Lord. poof I got to get off of here, y'all. Ooh, I got to get off of here. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. Ha! <sighs> Mm-mm-mm told you to put on a blue shirt and you gonna put on a yellow shirt I told her you were gonna have on a blue shirt y'all I think I told y'all about that time I went to um Cracker Barrel for breakfast if you didn't hear that episode don't ask me which episode it is cause I can't remember <laughs> I know I did a TikTok on it <laughs> but I went to Cracker Barrel for breakfast. I just decided to go to Cracker I said, I really want some pancakes. I just wanted some pancakes. And I went to Cracker Barrel. It was just out of the blue because I was going to go somewhere else. And I heard, go to Cracker Barrel. I said, okay. I said, yeah, they got pancakes. I really want some pancakes. Went in there, sat there. And it was a lady who was sitting at the tables next to me. And, um, you know, you, how you sit down, you knock, you acknowledge somebody, you nod your head or whatever, ain't going about your business. And I was just reading the Bible off my Bible app or whatever. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, she's going to come over to your table in a minute. I'm talking to her about you right now. Straight like that. Straight like that. Not even exaggerating. That's exactly what the Holy Spirit said. And I said, okay. You know, I'm like, you to my table for what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Y'all, she came over. Picked up my ticket and said, "You have a Merry Christmas." Because this was like right after the New Year. She said, "Or, yeah, it was either right at New Year's or it was right before Christmas." And she said, "You had it had to be right before Christmas." Because she said, "You have a Merry Christmas, y'all." She paid for my meal. If I would have decided to go somewhere else for pancakes that day, I would have missed it. (laughs) I would have missed it. Yes, I would have. When the Lord tell you to do something. And you know what? Guess what I was doing? Guess, get. I see how you flip this Holy Spirit. Guess what I was doing? I was by myself, y'all. I was by myself. (laughs) I was by myself at (laughs) Cracker Barrel. I was by myself at Cracker Barrel. I was at the restaurant eating breakfast by myself. And I'm going to tell you. I'll go to the movies by myself before I go eat, before, before I go eat by myself. I don't mind eating by myself, but I don't like to do it. I make myself go eat by myself because it's like, if you can't enjoy your own company, then why are you trying to be in a relationship? <laughs> Who wants to, if you don't enjoy yourself, then why would anybody else want to? You know what I'm saying? So I force myself to go eat by myself. Like I said, I'll go to the movie because it's a distraction. When you sit in a restaurant with everybody else who's got somebody to talk to and you just buy it by yourself, it's a little awkward, but it's fine. Whatever. I enjoyed it that day and I was by myself. I wasn't lonely. I was by myself, though. Guess what would happen if. Somebody else would have been there. That probably wouldn't have happened. I'm just being honest. I don't think that would have happened. I was by myself. When you're by yourself, you're easy to see. There's no distractions, there's no obstructions. You are in plain sight. <laughs> hmm. And that's like I said, the Lord doesn't want us alone. Or lonely he doesn't want us lonely but he does need us to be alone at times i'm not saying that you need to be alone all the time no no man is an island that's why the lord tells us not to forsake the assembling of ourselves with the brethren no we need we need our brothers and sisters in christ we do but sometimes the lord needs us to be by ourselves. hmm this was a blessing to me, y'all. This was a blessing to me. Praise God. I don't know about y'all, but that blessed me. And that's gonna that's strengthening me for the week. Thank you, Jesus. But I'm going to tell you this. I say this with a, as a caveat, as a warning. If this was a blessing to you, you need to be praying and asking the Lord to keep you through this week. Because the enemy is going to come and try and steal it and make you doubt everything that was said. Because the enemy always comes in after the word. He always comes in to try to steal the word. Because what does he do? He still kills, and destroy. That's the only purpose he has is still kill, and destroy. Trying to steal the word from you to kill the promise to destroy your purpose. I need to write that down because I tried to say that the last time and I forgot. Let me write that down. What did I just say? <laughs> kill the word no steal the word I'm literally writing this down steal the word to kill the promise to destroy your purpose yeah that's his, his purpose the enemy walks about as a royal lion seeking whom he may destroy he comes to steal kill and destroy but Jesus says, but I am come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. So. Guard your heart with due diligence for out of it flows the issues of life. Guard your heart. Pray over this word. Pray over this so you can keep it in your heart. Listen to it as many times as you need to study your word. this week. I promise you. And I'm speaking to myself because the enemy is going to come in and do everything he possibly can to deter this word from reaching the depths of your heart that it needs to go into. That's why I got to pray before I get on the podcast and pray with y'all on the podcast before I get started because the enemy comes in like a flood. But God says he'll raise the standard against them. So, you know what? Before I close out, let's just pray right now. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you right now for your word that has gone forth, Father God. I thank you for your fiery hedge of protection, Father God, that surrounds each and every one of us, Lord. Father God, I thank you right now for guarding our hearts, Father God. Lord Jesus, I thank you right now for coming against every plan, scheme and attack of the enemy that to try to destroy this word. Father, I thank you that this word is hidden deep in our hearts, Lord. And out of our hearts will flow rivers of living water, Father God. Lord Jesus, I thank you right now for protecting us as we sleep. Thank you for watching over us and keeping us, Lord. I thank you right now, Father God, for watching over us, going before us and behind us, Lord. I thank you for just being a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night, Father God, watching over our every step. Father, I thank you for your angels excelling in strength to keep us and protect us, Lord. Thank you for giving charge over them, Lord, to bear us up, lest we dash our foot against a stone. Father God, I thank you right now for hiding your word in our hearts so we may not sin against you come against every lie the enemy every distraction every everything that is not of god right now in the mighty name of jesus i plead the blood of jesus over each and every listener right now thank you heavenly father thank you lord for girding us allowing us to gird our loins about with truth allowing us to carry the shield of faith the sword of the spirit allowing us to wear the helmet of salvation having our breastplate of righteousness and our feet covered with the gospel of peace father god i thank you that we put on a robe of righteousness and we also put on the lord jesus christ i thank you right now that we stand and having done all we stand father thank you for goodness and mercy covering us on our rear thank you lord jesus that we trust you lord because some trust in chariots and some in horses but we shall remember the name of our lord thank you father god for everything. Thank you for setting us apart unto yourself, Lord. We just thank you right now. And we glorify your name in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all. That's all I have. Thank you so much for tuning in this episode. I will talk to y'all later. Bye.